Welcome into the Deep Slam Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? All right, welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast. Our draft prospect series continues with a name that's been very popular in recent weeks and sort of shooting up draft boards. Tyree Wilson, defensive lineman, edge rusher out of Texas Tech. Uh, We've been hearing his name a lot recently, even in some mock drafts going to the Texans as high as number two. So Tyree Wilson finished out his season at Texas Tech with an injury, so he didn't finished playing and that fractured foot actually kept him from doing drills at the NFL combine. Then he had surgery, got some screws placed in his foot, screw or screws. I'm not sure it was plural. And then had it removed right before Texas Tech's pro day. Couldn't do anything at the pro day. I guess in recent weeks, people have been evaluating him and they really like what they see out of Tyree Wilson. So wanted to know more about him. Of course, we had to chat with somebody that knows Texas Tech football inside and out. And that's Chris Level. He's a sideline reporter for the Red Raiders and their football program. So he's been doing it for a long time. Had to get his thoughts on Tyree Wilson. How surprised is he by the fact that he's getting uh, all this love right now on these mock drafts? And how does he foresee him fitting into a locker room? Should we be concerned about the injury history? He was also injured at Texas A&M before he transferred to Texas. Texas Tech. So we're going to get into all that and find out more about Tyree Wilson in this draft prospect series. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, so you can do more of what you love. Stream the game on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network and keep your home team happy with a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity X5. Can your internet do that? All right, let's get right into it. The Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Joining me, Chris Level, sideline reporter for Texas Tech football and a good friend of my good friend, Drew Doherty. He's going to give us some insight because we are late in the draft game. First of all, Chris, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too, DP. I appreciate you having me on. We were joking before this before this interview that we've got Tyree Wilson here emerging as a dark horse. And we're starting to hear some rumblings that he could go as high as number two to the Texans here in this draft over over Alabama's Will Anderson. So why do you think the tide is turning in favor of Wilson now at this point in the draft process? You you know, I I think Tyree is one of the most intriguing prospects uh, in the draft just simply because of his measurables. And I think there's a a bit of an unknown uh, component with him, which it, it makes people very intrigued because this guy from Texas Tech, he's on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, the Red Raiders obviously haven't cranked out a ton of defensive talent in, in the last decade or so. Now, they did have a first-round draft pick in Jordan Brooks a few years ago uh, from the Seattle Seahawks that's done really, really well. But Tyree is is one of the uh, – and, and I think his story really kind of flourishes late last season. And then about that time, he's kind of – he gets dinged up and misses those last three games. Otherwise, he would have played in maybe his future home stadium in a bowl game but didn't get a chance to do that uh, at NRG. But it, it, he's just somebody that – because, you know, he transferred from Texas A&M and got here. And then the it's just he kind of just kept getting better and better and better. But the reason I think people are so intrigued – is he 6'6 plus? He's 275 plus. I mean, he's, he's a big human uh, with, with a really big presence about him. Doesn't say a ton, always smiling, and he practices as hard on a Tuesday as he plays on a Saturday. And I think that's what the NFL folks really, really like about him. All right. You mentioned he transferred from Texas AM. He just sort of burst onto the scene for Texas Tech. So, what do you think it was about his role in that Red Raiders defense that really made him such an impact player almost immediately? 
I, I think the the scheme that he played in this past year, uh, you know, with Tim Deruder, I think really put him in a position to. I think it showcased his abilities. It, it allowed him to kind of play all along that defensive line. Uh, I, I think he was allowed to play, you know, in the run game and really go after uh, the, you know, the quarterback and and, and do some of those things. It, you hear the term hybrid and and kind of is he a, is he a best in a three four or a four three or or can you stand him up? Can he put his hand on the ground? He can do all of these things. I think it's fair to criticize him at times. Does he play too high? You know, uh, when, when you're six six, I mean, I think that's that's can be a question. That's very fair, but he's just so strong, and and his motor is just something that just never stops. And I know that when you're a young player and you're around him on this team in Lubbock, and you see that he's going as hard on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and this is somebody with a lot of money that he could make, and and you, you see how hard he's practicing. I think that goes a long way with, with being a, a culture and a presence guy. And I think that, you know, look, the, the stats are somewhat, he missed three games. You know, he has the 14 tackles for loss. He has the seven sacks and things like that. Th- they would have been a bit better had he been able to finish the season and, and play in those final three games against what Iowa state, Oklahoma, and I guess Ole Miss in the bowl game. But again, I just, I, cause you ask people around here, yeah, we're going to miss the production, but we're going to miss his presence. You know, and I think that that's an intangible that I don't think a lot of people think about, but I think he certainly brings that in a in a locker room and and on the practice field and things like that, which is probably why Coach Ryan's may being a defensive guy may say that this is the kind of guy I would like to have on my football team. And the one thing that gives people pause might be his injury history, and you alluded to it, just him missing the few games last season, and then we didn't really get to see him do much at the NFL Combine. He couldn't participate at Tech's Pro Day, just dealing with um, the fractured foot and his recovery from it. So even with the bit of injury history that he had at AM, how much of a concern should that be for teams evaluating Wilson? Very fair. And I think, you know, the foot injury that he suffered against Kansas this year uh, in the backfield is the same exact injury on the other foot that he had at Texas A&M obviously show that he can recover from it and and has turned himself into a draft prospect after coming from coming back from that first foot injury. But anytime th- that you're dealing with an injury history, I, I think it's very fair to kind of wonder, because look, when, you, when you're talking about guys at the top 10 of the draft, I think they're really trying to find everything that they can that's wrong with the guy. They know everything that's right about them. They're trying to find out, okay, give me a reason why I shouldn't pick this guy. Uh, but other than that, that was the only, and it was just a freak deal. You know, it was, it was a, a foot injury that was a fracture, as you mentioned. And that was just one, that was the only time we ever saw any kind of injury issue at all throughout his career here, but played in a, in a bunch of football games. And he showed up here when he first got here, it was very late this summer, July or August, uh, you know, b- before he started his career at Tech. And he kind of just had to work his way in and get into shape and all those things because he hadn't gone through any off season or any spring football or anything like that at, at, at Texas tech. And, uh, but it, it just got better and better and better. And I, I think he put himself on the map in the bowl game versus Mississippi state. And I think he just took the baton and ran with it all last year. And I just think NFL folks came through here and, and cause you're, you're talking about a guy who can run somebody down 20 yards downfield on a screen play, or he can get, you know, around the edge and get after the quarterback in a hurry or, or affect a play. Uh, NFL folks love, you know, guys that cause disruption in the backfield. That's what Tyree does.
You mentioned the bowl game against Mississippi State, and I was just about to ask you the game or performance that stands out to you the most. I don't know if it's that or if it's another game, but what what was it about any particular performance uh, that really, really stood out to you and made an impact and, and made you think, all right, this guy, he, he could possibly be a top five pick. Yeah, I I never really thought that until last offseason. But what, what put him on the map in my mind, again, he had, had a good junior year or or I guess it was sophomore year, you know, but but that game against Mississippi State, that bowl game, he had back-to-back sacks. He was double teamed on, I think, both plays, you know, and, and where he's having to fight through multiple guys and he and he has back-to-back sacks, and it kind of set the tone in that game. And I think you just kind of start looking around the sideline, like this, this guy's just different. I mean, he's just, he's going through people around them and everybody knows he's the primary guy. And he got to Will Rogers, the Mississippi state quarterback on back-to-back plays. And I just think that was something that kind of you, you, you took notice of. And then we just started to hear as NFL, you know, decision makers started rolling through Lubbock and checking out colleges like they do last offseason like this guy's gonna be a first round pick and I, and I just thought wow okay I mean if you say so and that can mean anything from from you know top 10 to you know in, in the 30s but um, I, I think that we just his production just never stopped and I, I think he did it against some some really good football teams I think the Big 12 has obviously shown obviously the TCU didn't do well in the in the title game but you had some really good teams and offensive linemen and things like that that he's going against and the coaching has been really good in this I think in the Big 12 conference so I think uh you know he he's kind of you know waving the Big 12 banner as much as he is the Texas Tech banner uh as he's kind of risen up the, these draft charts and things like that What's his personality like off the field? How do you think he's going to fit into an NFL locker room? If you had to guess. Smiles all the time. Uh, Just a, you know, kind of country. This is a guy that likes to ride horses and, and a a four wheeler and get out, you know, he's from East Texas and he just, he's a country guy, you know, and he's country strong and, and all the things that come with that, but great personality, very easygoing, uh, big time family guy. But just I, I think that smile. And again, he's not going to be somebody that's loud and boisterous at all. That's not who he is. He just, uh, you know, takes care of his business. But when he speaks, I think it goes a long way. And that's what he led by example more often than not uh, here. And I think but when he does speak, he kind of controls and polices the locker room. I think it's pretty fascinating to watch because there's some young guys that because uh, he, he he would hold guys accountable. And if a guy maybe wouldn't practice. Uh, he'd take the nameplate off their locker and oh, wow. know, and some young guy would go, okay, I've, I've crossed uh, Tyree. This is not good. This is not good for me, but, but this is the kind of thing that he would do. He wouldn't try to be mean or a jerk or try to haze anybody. It's, it's holding guys accountable. And again, I can do it. I'm the best player on the team, even though he would never would really talk like that, but guys just got it. And it's like, no, we're, we're here to do a job. I expect as much out of you as you can give and don't look for a reason not to practice or not to practice hard. And I think that goes a long way. All right, Chris, you've covered this Texas Tech football team uh, for a number of years. So give us some other names that we should be looking out for in this year's draft. Yeah, DP, I would I would tell you that, uh, that there's, you know, draft wise, I think Sir Roderick Thompson, the running back, has a chance to to have his name called on the ladder uh you know, in the latter rounds, I think he's somebody that was at the senior bowl and I think he was an alternate. And I think this is, 
like a Tuesday afternoon and somebody gets dinged up, they have him, they have Sir Roderick show up on a Tuesday night. He's on the practice field Wednesday morning. And I think he really turned a lot of heads. Uh, mm. He can do every, doesn't have elite speed, which is why I'm talking about him as a, as a, uh, a later round type guy, but third on the school list, as far as touchdowns scored, this guy, tons of production, 39 touchdowns scored. He can catch it, which is, I think what he did, uh, at the senior bowl that really impressed people can pick up the blitz can do some things that you're looking for a running back and that position is devalued i get it but this is a good football player um and i think he's somebody that had one more year to play in college but decided i'm gonna i'm gonna try to see what i can do at the nfl level i think you have a really good kicker that made himself some money i don't know if this is a draft pick but trey wolf one of the best kickers in the big 12 you know i think had a really good pro day here and then uh Marquise Waters is kind of a tweener, safety, outside linebacker type player. Didn't run well in the pro day, but tons of production. He transferred here from Duke. Brilliant kid that can pick up any scheme, but ran a 4-9 in the 40. But he's just somebody that plays tough. And, and so there's a few names that I wouldn't be surprised if we hear their name. It's ladder round pick or maybe undrafted free agent type guy. All right, Chris Level, sideline reporter for Texas Tech Football. Appreciate the insight, Chris. DP, thank you so much for having me. Good luck to the Texans and uh, big fan of Coach Ryan's, man. So uh, you guys will get that thing turned around. As we all are. So looking <laughs> forward to seeing where some of these draft picks land. Thanks so much, Chris. Our great stuff from Chris Level. I love hearing about these draft prospects from the beat reporters because you can ask so much more stuff that you don't you don't read about on the internet or you don't read about when these... Um, these mock draft series and, and little write-ups about players just to get a better sense of the players and who they are and just to add a little bit of context to what we already know. So hope you've enjoyed this series. You can actually go back and listen to some of the other draft prospects that I've covered with their respective beat reporters. Uh, just subscribe to Deep Slant Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, wherever, Houston Texans mobile app, and go back and listen to those. Hope they've been really helpful. Um, I know draft is just right around the corner, so probably won't get a chance to do another one. If anything, we'll soon be chatting with the player himself on the next podcast. So I don't know if that doesn't get you excited. I don't know what will. I'm super pumped about first round starts April 27th. I'll be at the Miller Outdoor Theater at the draft party and then back at the stadium because we'll have to cover the pick as soon as the Texans turn in their card, which should be very, very early in the night unless things change. But the Texans right now, number 12 and number two, those are the two picks. So that's going to do it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to go back and listen to some of the other podcasts. Actually, we get national people talking about who they think the Texans will draft. I recently got PFF Mike Renner and NFL Network's Rhett Lewis. So, okay, now I'm really wrapping up this podcast. That's going to do for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans. <laughs>